0: What's going on, everybody? Good morning, and welcome to the Morning Grind podcast. I'm Chris Beermakers fan Prince. I am not Justin Carlucci. We're giving the Lutz the day off. Uh, good to be here, talking some NBA hoops for the first time. Believe it or not, with my boy, the Chief, Will Priester. Chief, how is it? We have never done a show together, my man. How are we doing?
1: I don't know, man. You got all that that long money you invested it after those millions you made over the years. <laughs> So you don't have to do shows with the little peons like me, but uh, we we made it, we made it. But uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I, I know we linked up at the RG party and had tons of fun. So I'm I'm glad we're able to uh, to finally finally do a show together, man. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, this is a big episode, I mean literally. You know, me and Chief got some size here. the little little twin tower action. Some some Elijah on Sampson. So you know we're we're matching up with some of those big teams out there, but. Uh, good to be here with you, man, talking uh, NBA hoops, as always, seven games on the Tuesday slate. Uh, if you're on Fanduel, you get the five-game slate, you lock a little bit later. DraftKings is going to include all seven games, so as always, we're, we're going to go through each and every game. A lot of injuries, Will, to get to here, so we'll cover all that, uh, who we want in our lineups, but let's recap yesterday. You know, the, a lot of the slate's still going on, and you know, we got some some sweats on your end, I hear, so... Uh, how was Monday? You know, there was some some surprise. DeAndre Ayton is in. He's out. He's back in. Uh, so that was interesting. I know Toronto was a spot that you were looking at and talked about yesterday. I know that was good to you. So just a quick recap of how things are going for you here today for the for the Monday slate.
1: Yeah, man, I, man. You know, I I don't like to count any chickens before they hatch, man. That's that's just not my thing. But I do have a sweat, and I was hoping. That, uh, that Eric Bledsoe would just weasel his way to 30 fantasy points. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, he ended the night at 32. I hit the lock button on him today, and I locked in Devin Booker. I locked in LeBron. And uh, so I locked in, let me see, Bledsoe, Booker, LeBron. Yeah, and then I've got massive exposure to AD. So, and I've got massive exposure to Michael Porter Jr. And I've got so many lineups right now that uh, just have those three guys left. And, and I've still got a little bit of Jimmy Butler going. So, I mean, I've got tons of lineups right now. And my best lineup so far has Bledsoe, Chris Paul, Norman Powell, Booker, Baisley. I've got LeBron, Michael Porter, AD left. And I got Boban at center. And I'm in, like, 3,000 place. So, I'm – this is a sweat for me right now because if LeBron and, and AD can just hit 50 – and Michael Porter Jr. gets squeaks out 40-ish, I, I'm going to have a shot. So this is – uh I don't even want to look at my phone. <laughs> I'm going to focus on on the show. I, you know, when you play a long time, you kind of get the feel sometimes when you're getting close. And I've been telling the listeners, you know, I've been building, building, and I've been getting close, and today might be the day. So we'll, we'll see. But, you know, some crazy things have been happening here in the second half of these games, so I don't want to talk too soon.
0: Yeah, let's hope for the best here. I mean, we're we're pulling for you, but this will give you, you know, some time to not have to sweat it out. Let's look at tomorrow and talk that and get everybody ready for those games. But uh, as we record, Denver and the Lakers getting ready uh, to tip off right now, the Toronto Milwaukee game just went final. I know you were on some of that value as well. So I'm pulling for you, buddy. Let, let, let's get a big, uh, a big chief night here Monday and uh, roll that into Tuesday. So uh let's get into the games though. We we've got seven games again. DraftKings has the whole slate of games starting at one. Uh Fandle, you get to 430 is the lock over there. So let's start with Brooklyn Orlando. And, and this one is just a story of injuries on both sides I, the question here, Chief, who the hell's gonna play in this game? I mean, the 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 list of injuries are about as long as you can name. So Brooklyn, no Karis Levert, no Joe Harris. No Jared Allen. All the other names we know are already out. So they're down to a skeleton crew. And then you have the Orlando side of things. Bunch of injuries there as well. Uh, Just lost the list here. There we go. No Michael Carter-Williams. No Evan Fournier. No Aaron Gordon. We know Isaac is out. Terrence Ross has left the bubble. So, Chief, the question is what the hell's left in this game?
1: Man, uh, not much. I don't (laughs) – this is – this, this is – I don't want to say it's uncharted territory because we see this – except we're usually getting it in April. And, and this year – or April and May, and we're getting it in August because of the restart. I, I don't know if I want to invest in any of this game. Uh, I, I'm more invested in teams that still want to play. And I, I'm not skipping ahead, but, you know, like a, like a Portland, like a Memphis, uh, you know, I think those teams are, are better suited for you to build around. And obviously, you know, if you've got some value in this game – I would say play it. I mean, you got to think they finally unleashed Markel Fultz. Maybe he gets a few more minutes. Uh, you know, maybe Vooch plays. But at this point, the East is pretty much set. No one's going to move too much up or down, I don't think. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to invest in this game at all. I think I'd rather pool those resources into players that I feel like are going to go the distance. Yeah,
0: I agree with you 100%. I mean, Brooklyn is pretty much locked in. Orlando, pretty much the same thing. So I, I agree with the Fultz call. We, we saw the minutes jump up. Uh, for him so you know he's taking on more of a role it's tough to play him when he was only playing 20 minutes a game so some of the other guys Clark Augustine we saw them play 33 minutes decent value there nothing I'm overly excited about Vooch had a solid game 26 and 11 didn't shoot very well in that game either so against this this Brooklyn interior in air quotes I'm going to say here you know without Jared (laughs) Allen we know there's not many I mean Kuroots is playing probably the five for them so uh, if Vooch gets some, some significant minutes, I think he could be interesting. But all in all, I'm with you. I, I think this is a game I don't really want to go out of my way to find anything here. I don't think I'd stack this game, maybe a piece or two with a Vooch or Mar- Markel Fultz. So let's get to a, a better game here. Didn't spend much time there for a reason. That game just looks bad. Let's move on. Houston, San Antonio. Big news here, Chief, is no James Harden. And we know what that means. Russell Westbrook becomes a lock and load play here. Obviously the numbers jump off the page here. So how much of a, an importance is getting Westbrook in your lineups here? And then what are we doing with the San Antonio side?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think Westbrook's in play. This, this this is the recipe for success with this team. If one of these high usage guys sits, I don't care if Westbrook plays three quarters, he can still get 60 in three quarters. So I'm full steam ahead with Westbrook. Already had two games off uh, to hopefully heal and rest up and try to get back in. You know, I guess better game shape. Uh, don't mind Westbrook. We obviously saw a huge game uh, from Austin. Austin Rivers here. Uh, past slate. I had a had a touch over the field on him as well. Uh, I don't mind Austin Rivers. I don't mind. I don't mind any of these fringe guys from Houston that are going to play with Westbrook. Uh, I do feel like James Harden is probably slightly a better facilitator in this offense than Westbrook, but that's not going to shy me away in any way. Russell Westbrook is probably one of your better stud plays on the slate and you can just kind of take some of these satellite pieces and, and put it together. Um, But all full steam ahead with Russell Westbrook for sure.
0: Yeah. 1.54 fantasy points per minute. uh, When you take some of these guys off the floor, Uh, you also have Eric Gordon out as we know, Daniel House, questionable there's a guy that that can get some shots up so maybe a few more of those go to to rivers to covington who i like in this game but westbrook's the guy you know he's going to be going to be rested here ready to go don't hate the matchup here let's go to the san antonio side of things uh, we have forbes out white questionable here patty mills kind of going to pull the disappearing act he didn't get any minutes the other day so a team playing a lot of guys though a lot of minutes Seven, nine guys played 20 or more minutes in that last game so you know, is it Deontay Murray? Is it something like that? Or are we just avoiding this team? They're just playing too many guys here.
1: Well, I think, you know, if with Derek White out, out of the picture, now, and they are playing a lot of guys, but I, I like Murray here, and, and I do like DeRozan. And, and what I'm basing that on is, you know, when, when we get down this late in the season, I'm always looking at standings. And I I, I actually weight standings a lot more than the players, the, the players that I choose. San Antonio is still in this. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how much they want to fight, but technically they aren't eliminated. They've got two games left. Uh, if Memphis loses tomorrow, they're probably going to drop out because Portland's playing. Phoenix has already won today. They'll be tied for the nine seed. San Antonio will have a chance uh, to stay, stay locked into this playoff race if they win tomorrow. So I, I think maybe they're going to come out and play a little bit of inspired basketball. So I don't mind, especially DeJounte Murray. Uh, Rudy Gay is another guy that's been playing. I'm sure he's priced up now, but he's been on a tear. I've been on him since he was like 3K, 4K. Now he's 5 and 6K. But if he's going to play these minutes, I I have to consider him, being that he's putting up 40 fantasy points, you know, and he's a, he's a professional scorer. So I don't hate those couple pieces. We're, we're seeing Eubanks get these minutes from Poto, which caught me way off guard. Maybe you sprinkle him in. Uh, but I don't I don't mind a few of the spurs. I'm not gonna go out of my way, but if it's the last guy in, uh, I, I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm landing on like Deontay Murray. You know, if we do know White is out, I think there's some upside there. We know he can put up some some massive numbers very, very quickly. Rudy Gay, another guy you mentioned, you know, people are gonna scoff at their price tag. Fifty eight hundred over on DraftKings for Rudy Gay, but hard to argue the production. I mean, thirty-seven, thirty-four, forty-two. We'll take that all day at fifty-eight hundred. So it's, it's getting rid of the, the, the thinking of Rudy Gay earlier in the season, and we were paying 4 k for him. It's, it's what are you doing right now, and uh, he keeps producing on that salary. So uh, don't hate those calls either. So, guys, if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, the eight-game regular season is coming to an end. We know these teams are jockeying for these few final playoff spots, like Chiefs said. All the fantasy players are bringing the action on the court. DraftKings. The leader in one-day fantasy sports is bringing the action to you with huge daily fantasy contests every single day. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players, so they know a thing or two about big payday. So if you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is super easy to play. You're listening to this show. We are here to help you. The Chief and I will get you going here. All you got to do is pick eight eight players, stay under the salary cap, pile up points with three-pointers, rebounds, steals, assists, everything else that goes into basketball statistics. So no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a share of millions of dollars that DraftKings has given away. Also, on top of basketball, there's a huge MMA contest this weekend. So if you're not a basketball player, jump in some MMA, give basketball a shot. Some of the sport's biggest names stepping into the spotlight here in that MMA contest. And to celebrate this huge event, DraftKings is giving New users a free shot at $1 million. total prizes. So all you got to do, guys, download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code GRIND, G-R-I-N-D, to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes for this week's Daily Fantasy Contest. Promo code GRIND for that shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only on DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, let's move on. Let's keep this party rolling, Chief. Next game up for us, and this is where the FanDuel Slate We'll start. We have Phoenix and Philadelphia. So you mentioned Phoenix, and this is a team on an absolute tear right now. I've won six games in a row. I don't think anybody gave them a shot to to do anything here uh, in the bubble and have played extremely well. Did it today pretty much without DeAndre Ayton, so we'll see what happens there, but uh, they get another good matchup here. They get Philly with no Ben Simmons and no Joel Embiid. So does Phoenix keep it going here? Do we just continue to load up on Devin Booker and then with no Simmons, no Embiid on the other side, we saw Richardson step up. We saw Burks put some numbers up. We saw Tybal put a bunch of fantasy points on the board, taking only three shots. So, uh, break this one down. This this is one I think you got to circle and uh, get some good exposure to.
1: Well, man, look. Let me go ahead and plug this in right now. I've, I've got some news here that Josh Richardson is also going to be out tomorrow. And now we've got Tobias Harris listed as questionable. I... I don't think this game is going to be close, but I I think you have to play Phoenix. Obviously, they're going to play their guys, and we've seen some strange things in the bubble, so I'm not going to consider this a blowout. Uh, You know, Philly still has professional players. Al Horford is also questionable, not sure if he's going to sit. You know, if if they sit Al Horford and they sit Tobias, maybe I'm less inclined but I'm still going to load up on Phoenix. I think I'll still get some exposure to Aiton. I think I'll still get some exposure to Booker. This is just a team that if they win, if for some reason Portland happens to lose, you know, Portland will be in the ninth seed. They'll be in the eighth seed. So I I still like Phoenix here. Uh, I think, you know, if if you feel like Phoenix is kind of going to load up, then maybe you look at some of the secondary guys. Cam Johnson should be okay for minutes. And then Javon Carter is just coming out of nowhere. Him and Cameron Payne, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but these guys are playing massive minutes right now. Uh, Javon a little bit more than Cameron. Cameron today because of the blowout. But I think those are secondary pieces that you can sprinkle in. I've kind of become more of a multi-entry guy lately. I think you sprinkle those guys into your bills because if you happen to get a 30-plus game from Javon and Cameron due to any type of blowout factor, then, you know, that's tournament winning upside at these prices. So uh, that's kind of my take on Phoenix.
0: Yeah, I, I just saw that Richardson news. So it really leaves Philadelphia shorthanded. So you know, I I think Burks, some of these other guys on Philly uh, can certainly put some numbers on the board. We saw Burks have a pretty good game. Uh, we've seen him when he gets minutes. He he can definitely put fantasy points up. But I love the call on Carter. I mean, this guy's playing an absolute boatload of minutes. So still like Booker. Still think he can get it done even in three quarters. But Uh, I agree. Some of these uh, cheaper pieces here. So you just hands off on Philly then? Anything standing out here for value?
1: Oh, no. I will be playing Alec Burks tomorrow for sure. Uh, I just – I can't fade Alec Burks against Philly. I mean, against Phoenix. If he's going to play – I mean, he's been playing 27 minutes, 23 minutes since the Ben Simmons news news came out. I have to assume he'll play 30, 30 to 35 minutes tomorrow. That just screams a 40-burger to me. With no one else to soak up this usage, I, I think I'll be full steam ahead. I-, I don't know how much I'll invest in a Mike Scott or, you know, Mr. Mister uh, Rebound Monster himself, Kyle O'Quinn. I'm not sure how I'll handle that. But Alec Burks right now, uh, he's not a lock button, but I'm going to try to be well over the field on him if all these guys sit like we expect.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Somebody's got to score there. You know, you take all that offense out of that lineup, and he's the guy that they can put the ball in his hands, uh, can, make things some hap- can make things happen. Also like Shake Milton. I, I think he's a yeah. viable play as well. A little bit more expensive than-, than some of these other guys, but uh, I think he could go overlooked here as well. But prefer some of the cheaper pieces, Burks, the play for me as well here uh, on Philadelphia. So anything else in this game, or are you ready to keep moving on here to the next one? Man, we can move it. All right, next game. And this one, not as many injuries. So this one, uh, interesting. Boston and Memphis here. Uh, the Memphis side of things, we already know the injuries. You know, hated to see Jaron Jackson go down. Uh, Winslow also, out, as, long, as well as Tyus Jones. Boston, uh, pretty much ho-hum. No major injuries there. Daniel Tice uh, listed as probable for Tuesday. Had a little bit of a foot injury, but uh, he should be good to go here. So what do we got here, Chief? Uh, Boston, we know, is is the big three. Pretty much doing everything for that team right now. Uh, with Kemba playing limited minutes. So is it it sticking to them? You got any any aces up your sleeve with Boston? And then Memphis, we're starting to see some of these guys emerge. You know, Brooks, Allen playing some some big minutes here. So Celtics, Grizzlies, what do you got, my man?
1: Man, listen, so yesterday my hunch, and and this was a hunch prior to any news, my hunch yesterday was on the Raptors, and my hunch today is on Boston. And look, I'm looking at these standings. Boston doesn't have anything to play for. Locked into 3C. They're three and a half games behind Toronto, you know, and Miami's, you know, four games behind them. Those two teams are playing today. I just don't see any reason that Boston's going to play these guys with the Memphis team that's somewhat depleted, in, in my opinion. I know Memphis is still going to fight. They're still going to fight for their playoff lives. But I, I think Boston could just kind of lay down here. So I, I'm, a, I'm, a little, I'm a little skeptical on playing Boston players. Obviously, I know. Like you said, they got the big three because Kemba's minutes have kind of been 30 and under, but I, I'm really afraid to invest in Boston with them locked in and, and, and now we're down to three games and the other teams are kind of starting to slide in rest days. Uh, well and two games for Boston. So I, I think they, I, I think before this slate starts, you see some guys get ruled out in this in this particular game. If not, then obviously you know you can play Brown, you can play Hayward, but I'm gonna be more inclined to invest in the bench of Boston like a Grant Williams. Uh, you know, so, some players like that, maybe a Romeo uh, Langford, something like that. that that's that's kind of where I'm at with Boston, looking to some of these bench guys that may get extended run with, with these guys sitting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good to have that in the back of your head. Even if these guys don't get announced out, maybe they limit the minutes. You know, maybe they only get – we've seen these teams play these guys a half and then we don't see them again in the second half. So, uh, love that call. Uh, William's a guy he's gotten some minutes. Uh, he's performed. I think he can do well against this interior. So uh, just something to keep in the back of your head. I'm going to trust that that chief instinct here. You got it with Toronto. Uh, and I think you're on to something here with Boston. So what about the Memphis side? You know, do we, we know the big name there, John Morant. But like I said, some of these other guys getting some good minutes. Dylan Brooks uh, playing some good basketball right now. But a tough matchup here with Boston. So what are we doing with the Grizzlies?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is a team we have to look at. Ja, Dylan. I've been playing a lot of Kyle Anderson. Hasn't really burned me. Did help me one day. Uh, minutes were a little bit lower against Toronto, uh, but I, you know, this is a team. I think Ja, Dylan, uh, Jonas Valanchunas. I, I think those three guys you need to get some exposure. Uh, we've seen we haven't seen a complete JV slate-breaking performance yet in the bubble. I mean, he's you know teeter-tottered around forty, almost hit fifty in one of these against Portland. Uh, no, not Portland. What was that? uh the pelicans excuse me got yeah. the 40 fantasy points uh but so he's got he's always a high tournament guy for me i anytime i'm playing in the, in the grizzlies on the slate i get exposure to jv because he's always under 10 percent on and he's got 60 point upside and he's playing more minutes now uh with, with triple j out and, and them trying to make the playoffs so i think jv is probably my favorite tournament play but you definitely need to get exposure to moran and brooks
0: yeah, and I don't think he'll have a lot of ownership. You know, we got a lot of centers uh, on the slate, uh, Nurkic, Vucevic, some names we've talked about, some we're going to talk about. Uh, Aiton, you got to think, will be back in the mix tomorrow. So uh, I don't see high ownership. He kind of falls in that that dead zone of center pricing where you're either going to spend up or you're going to go cheaper. So uh, a guy I think people are always nervous to play, but I'm with you. i always love the upside uh, with JV, even against a team like Boston. So a uh, good call there. Uh Brooks, like we said, has been playing some good ball. So I think there's some good pieces here uh, on the Memphis side that we can target here for Tuesday. All right, next game, Portland and Dallas. And this is one that's kind of up in the air. Portland, we're we're pretty clear with injuries here. You know, white side was questionable. He's now probable. He's not playing anyway that many minutes. So uh nothing groundbreaking here for Portland. It's the Dallas side that that we have to worry about here. Luca, Porzingis, we saw it sit out. They're both listed as questionable for Tuesday. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith also listed as questionable so uh, kind of a waiting game here you know it's gonna it's gonna be frustrating here but let's pretend they're playing and then let's do a scenario where they don't play and kind of give the listeners a little a little preview both ways so both guys are in how high are they on your list we know they're always great plays but are they guys that you're gonna
1: seek out and get in your lineup for Tuesday? Well Porzingis is a guy I've pretty much played every slate in the bubble so no need to stop now. Uh if they say he's Ball in rolling. uh full steam ahead. I, right. I will have Porzingis exposure for sure. Um trying to see who else here. Luca obviously, you know, he's got he's got tremendous upside, 10-5 on FanDuel. I think the price is fair. Uh, to me, this is probably about as close as you're going to get to a stackable game, yep. uh, as as of right now. Like you know, if if these guys play, Dallas is locked into their that seven seed. They're not going up or down. No one can catch them. They can't catch uh, the next spot up. Uh, but you know, these pieces they have Porzingis, Luca, and then you know, Thj had a big day today. Not saying we need to invest in him, but those two main cogs. Uh, I, I don't have any problems playing them. And now I feel like we can play them together. Uh, earlier this season, I would never play Luka and Porzingis in the same lineup. Uh, but while they've been in this bubble, they've both been able to have equal uh, uh, production. And so I, I don't mind playing them at all.
0: Yeah, agreed. And going to the other side of this game, I, I think it's all Damian Lillard right now. You know, He, he was a little upset uh, on, on the Twitterverse yesterday. Oh, and, boy. Uh, came out and uh, had a big game. And – Uh, This is another matchup that I think we got to have him right at the top of the list. I love Dame tonight. I mean, you talk about this matchup with Dallas. These teams played three times this season. This guy's averaging 36 points, 7.7 assists and three rebounds, 56 DraftKings points a game. Then you pull up Lucas numbers against Portland, pretty similar, 58 DraftKings points a game, 38 and eight against Portland. So Uh, You nailed it with the stack, and and it's expensive, no doubt. You know, you you get a Lillard, a Luca, a Porzingis, you're going to have to scrap some value, but I think we're going to have a lot of value. You know, with with the injuries we've talked about, some injuries still to come, and the more injuries there are, you know, there's more value choices for people to make. It kind of spreads that ownership out. When it's it's one team, like Brooklyn the other day, that everybody's centering around, that makes it frustrating. But if we're going to have value with – with Brooklyn, with possibly San Antonio, maybe with Boston, with Philadelphia. You know, there's going to be a lot of teams that, that are playing a lot of guys' back backup minutes. So I uh, absolutely love the stack here.
1: Yeah, man. And, and I don't, I don't want to forget about, you know, uh, old man Carmelo Anthony, who really isn't that old, but the league was trying to write him off. Kudos for Portland taking a chance. And Carmelo's actually been very productive for this team, especially in the bubble you know, I say this on almost every podcast, but this isn't your mama's NBA. These guys are pretty much waking up going to play at the YMCA every day. And, I mean, it's just productive basketball. So, I, I like Carmelo. I mean, if, if you want to sack this game, I would never advocate that you get away from Dame and what I feel like is a playoff playing game. But, you know, if you faded Dane... I think you could get away with Carmelo and Gary Trent or something like that. And if you're playing Luke and Porzingis and maybe you play a Nurkic instead and still try to capture some of the upside. If you think this game stays tight the whole way through, you know, Portland's going to play their guys. Uh, I think I don't want to fade Dane, but I'm saying if you don't quite have the salary, I think these are viable options with how these guys have been playing.
0: All right, now let's pretend Luca and Porzingis are out. Uh, well, do, we, do we prioritize Tim Hardaway Jr.? Do we, do we chase J.J. Barea's uh, performance from today? We saw Dre, Trey Burke play pretty well. So uh, thoughts there real quick, just in case. Uh, I, I'm assuming Luca and Porzingis will be back in the lineup, but we know how this, this new world NBA goes. We just never know. So if those guys are out, what, what's, where's your interest lie with the Mavericks in that case?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I like J.J. Berea anyway today. He played 26 minutes, got the 30, pretty much 30, 30 fantasy points. And the only reason what, what put me on him is this beautiful court IQ tool that we have that said sure. he's got a 1.21 fantasy point per minute production when all those guys are off the floor. I said, well, everybody's playing Trey Burke. And, and Trey Burke's numbers aren't in there because he kind of just joined the team, and I knew that. But I said, hey, let's take a shot on J.J. Barrera. Sure enough, you know, he was kind of the guy. So utilize those resources. But I will be on J.J. I don't I don't mind Tim Hardaway if he's going to take 20 shots. Uh, you know, and maybe this game stays close. Maybe it doesn't. And then we ha- they unleashed the Bobon today for a chance. He put up 40. Uh, so, it, you know, and, and that was at 25 minutes. So I think I'd kind of go back to some of these same value pieces if Luke and Porzingis sit.
0: Yeah, I mean, Perea's price went up 100 bucks, so you're still getting him at, at almost min price <laughs> uh, Boban sitting at $3,600. Uh, we know he gets minutes. It's the Boban show, and it happened today. Right. So uh, hopefully you guys had some exposure there, but I'm with you. I, I think you could play multiple pieces from this team. And you think about it, Luka and Porzingis, you, you take up so much usage, so many shots, that all of that has to be spread to some of these other guys, and there's not one clear benefactor there, and we kind of saw that. Uh, play out on monday a lot of guys came in and had a good game so uh some some great value here with dallas if those guys are out if not i, I think this is the game that you definitely want to stack up uh, and take advantage of some of that value elsewhere so anything else here uh, any other pieces on, on portland interest you uh, anything before we move on
1: no i am good to go
0: All right, moving on to the late-night games. We got New Orleans and Sacramento. Unfortunately, another game just riddled with injuries here for New Orleans. Pretty much everybody going to sit here for the Pelicans tonight. We know Zion will be out. Brandon Ingram out. Drew Holiday also out. So where does that leave us with New Orleans here? Because you talk about usage shots, everything else. They have a lot of stats to fill here with those three guys sitting out.
1: Yeah, man, and I, I think this is a prime time spot uh, for a guy like Lonzo Ball, who hasn't really been able to get it going in the bubble, uh, to just come out and really, really, really have a big game, averaging 1.06 fantasy points per minute. The usage rate isn't incredibly high, but I, I just have to use my basketball instincts here and say, if those guys aren't on the floor, he has to be more involved. And I, li- I like Lonzo tra- generally because he doesn't have to score 20 real points to score 40 fantasy points. He could legitimately go out and get 10 to 12 rebounds, eight to 12 assists, two or three steals and blocks, uh, not combined, but just, you know, three, uh, two blocks of steel, two steals a block. And you look up at the end of the night he said, the guy only scored 12 points, but he's got 50. How did he do it? He got a cheap man, you know, triple double. So I like Lonzo here. Uh, I, I don't hate Frank Jackson. And some of these guys don't have the fantasy points per minute, but I'm going to just lean on what I've seen in the bubble. Guys have been a lot more productive, no fans screaming at them, uh, you know, no family there. So, so all these cheaper guys, you know, Nikhil Walker, Alexander, uh, Nicola Melley, th- these are guys, these are values I think that we can lean on uh, at the end of the night, especially when we know the main guys are sitting, I feel really confident. I feel probably more comfortable with some of the new Orleans value than even maybe the Orlando and Brooklyn value. So I I like this team a lot for for value on this slate. Yeah, I
0: love Mm -hmm. Alexander Walker. And it's strange to say, a guy that's played eight, five, and five minutes in the last couple games. But uh, I think he's going to get some run here. And and when you use court IQ and see the numbers, he's averaging almost a fantasy point per minute, over a 25% usage rate when you take some of these guys out of the lineup. So uh, people are going to look at those box scores. They're going to look at the minutes and uh, too risky, they'll say, but. Chief, you know, we gotta roll the dice once in a while. We we gotta we gotta go out on a limb. And I agree with you. I think there's gonna be some great value here uh with this New Orleans team. So uh other side of the game, Sacramento, no De'Aaron Fox. So that, that, that takes a, a big usage piece away from them as well. Uh, Holmes also gonna miss this game. So where do the minutes go there? We had we had Daquan Jeffries play 30 minutes. I, I think that's a name not many people even know who it is. So uh, who who do we go to here for Sacramento?
1: Well, first of all, let me just say Daquan Jeffries stole money out of my pocket last night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Late slate, I was cruising, had all the right pieces. And then right down to the wire, I see Daquan Jeffries just come out of nowhere. Uh, so if these guys are going to be out, I think I definitely think you get some exposure to them. Uh, Bogdanovich, if, if he's going to play and if they're going to let him roll, uh, I think he's a good play. Here, here's my hunch on this game. I don't, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong on this one. I don't feel as strongly about this as I do maybe the Boston game, but perhaps we get some buddy healed at yes. 30 minutes in this spot. If we get buddy healed 30 to 32 minutes, finally, uh, this is a lock and load play for me. I, I'm, I'm going to try to be well over the field on buddy. Uh, you know, he kind of came in playing a little bit of hybrid point guard shooting guard when he was in new Orleans I, I like this spot for Buddy to just kind of go and say, "Hey, man, you know, I'm gonna punish you for not playing me all these minutes that I deserve." So, like Buddy Heel, I think he's actually my favorite play from the uh, from the Sacramento Kings.
0: What What did Buddy Heel do to to this team, this coaching staff? Uh, does he have some pictures stashed away, or <laughs> I I just don't get why this guy's not playing? But I agree there. You know, over, averaging over a fantasy point per minute uh, without Fox Bagley and Holmes. 29.7% usage rate in that scenario. And we're talking about a pretty big sample size of 518 minutes here. So we're getting a 30% usage guy at uh, what do you think ownership will be very under 5% on Buddy Heald under 5,000. So uh, I really like that call. I'm on board with Buddy Heald. Anything else here for Sacramento? I mean, Bay's more questionable as well. We know that's a guy that that can jack up some shots. So uh, Heald Bogdanovich see anything else here? Uh, with the Kings, with some of these guys sitting out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how Jabari Parker just dropped 22 in 12 minutes on Houston, but uh, I I, I think that's just going to be noise. I'm not saying he can't go out and do a little something, but don't be fooled, people. That, That was in 12 minutes, and I don't think they have any intentions of running him through the ground too much with his injury history.
0: No, he he tends to do that. He'll, he'll have these big games, get you all excited again, and then boom, he, he lets you down again. So I, I've fallen for that too many times. Uh, I'm a Bucks fan, so. Oh, of okay. course
1: you yeah. have. A special place
0: in my heart for Jabari Parker, and it hasn't worked out very well. So uh, I'm going to stay away from that one as well. Speaking of my Bucks, said the nightcap here, Milwaukee uh, and Washington. Giannis questionable. We know he had a, a dental issue, oral surgery. Uh, so sat out uh, yesterday. We'll see if he's back in the lineup here today. I don't know if they're going to rush him back into this game against Washington, who uh, pretty much doesn't have anybody left. We, we know all their big guns are out. Uh, Napier's questionable. Really the only name that we're concerned with outside. We know Beal Wall. Those guys have been gone for the season. So the last game, what do we got here? Washington, a team, a, another team kind of playing a lot of guys, nine guys played 21 or more minutes uh, in their last game. The one guy. That stood out to me, though. Jerome Robinson really looked good in that game. So I see an option for you, and then let's do the same scenario. With Giannis or without, what are we doing here at Milwaukee?
1: Yeah, well, I definitely think Jerome Robinson is on the list, especially if he's going to get minutes. Uh, They don't really have a reason to play Napier. Now they've already been eliminated. So, uh, you know, Troy Brown's priced up now. I'm going to be more inclined to play a lot of these Washington pieces. If if the uh, if the Milwaukee main guys sit, which we know most of them are going to sit anyway, uh, so I guess maybe I have slight interest. Um, like I said, their prices have come up on FanDuel just a touch, though. Like it's just fifty seven hundred. Jerome Robinson is forty three. Don't hate that. Uh, and then Rui Hachimura, he's sixty one hundred. Maybe uh, I'll just kind of have to see how the build goes. But I'm not completely interested in Washington outside of Thomas Bryant who has been destroying worlds out here in the bubble. Uh, every time you look, I know he had a rough game against OKC, only played 22 minutes. Prior to that, though, pretty much dropping 40-plus every night. If these Milwaukee Bucks sit, I feel like it's almost a lock and load 40. So I'm full steam ahead with Thomas Bryant.
0: Yeah, I like that call. You know, he's coming off a down game, too. So, so anyone that played him or, or looks at the box scores, and like, I'm not going back to that well. A good defensive team in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is, is very vulnerable on the interior. I mean, Brooke Lopez, a guy that loves to hang out uh, and shoot threes. So the rebounding opportunities are there, uh, especially for a guy like Thomas Bryant that wants to bang the glass. So a uh, great call there. Robinson, my guy here uh, for Washington, still, uh, still fairly priced. price creeped up a little bit, but uh, we saw the upside that he's got on that number. So uh, the Bucks. I mean, you, you don't seem to have much interest here. So if Giannis plays, you don't want to pay that price. I'm assuming if he's out, uh, we kind of saw the Bucks kind of disappoint here tonight. Middleton, Bledsoe barely got there. So, uh, can I can I talk you into any
1: Bucks here? Can I can I twist your arm to play some Bucks? Oh man, listen, I, I I love playing bench players as we get closer to the end of the season. So you know if we're talking about Bucks, you know I'm going like deep tournament diving. now. I'm talking about Frank Mason, Connaughton, Devin Chinsdo, Ilias. Stova, some DJ Wilson, like, these are the guys I want to start playing uh, as, as we get closer, because if all these guys sit, you know, DJ Wilson's Ilya Sova, these guys are going to get minutes, uh, you know, and so we've seen him put up 35-40 burgers, same, same thing for Connaughton. If these guys get the opportunity, uh, I feel like they're, they will produce, especially in this spot with a high-paced team like Washington, who's going to play terrible defense. So, if we get anywhere that these main guys are sitting, uh, I- I'm going to try to load up on some of these bench guys from Milwaukee and hope they keep it close.
0: Yeah, and I love the guys like and De Vincenzo that-, that do everything. You know, they-, they don't have to necessarily be scoring like, like a Kyle Korver, we saw today, have a-, have a pretty good game. And he did yeah, chip in
1: Kyle Corver.
0: Yeah, he chipped in a few other stats, which is not normal for Kyle Korver. But, <laughs> you know, and De Vincenzo, those guys can fill up the stat sheet in so many ways. And it, and it makes sense, you know, if you're looking at the Bucs, Let's get these guys going. The deeper our bench can go in the playoffs, uh, the better suited we're going to be to make a run. So uh, I love that call. And it just shows how much value we already have on this slate, how much is going to open up tomorrow. So as was the case on Monday, really being being plugged in, paying attention to the news uh, is going to be super important. So, uh, Chief, must plays for Tuesday. Let's get the people, the lock and load plays, and then a guy that you're fading, a guy that you don't want any exposure to here for Tuesday.
1: Well, I mean, no secret here. Lock and load people, uh, guys that have something to play for. And I'm going to give you a couple. This guy doesn't have anything to play for, but his pride and joy. And that's Russell Westbrook with no James Harden. I I just think James – you know, I think Russell is a primetime player. Uh, Alec Burks, he's another must-play for me on this slate. I think most of these guys are going to sit – He's a guy I really like. Uh, Portland, I, I really, 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 really like Gary Trent here in this spot, and I know, I know that's not the Dame call, but I like Trent uh, in New Orleans. Uh, Nikhil Walker Alexander, yes. those are my guys. I mean, I, I love these guys, these, these fringe players, and then a guy that I'm probably going to fade. No, uh, the guys I'm going to fade, no matter what. I won't have any Boston starters. Kimba. Uh, uh not even Marcus Smart, who comes off the bench. Kemba Smart, Brown, Hayward, Tatum. I'm not touching those guys with a 10-foot pole. If they all come out and score 40 or 50, uh, God bless them. But I, I won't have any Boston starters, all bench players for me in that game.
0: Yeah, I like that call. I love the Westbrook call. Definitely going there. If I can find a way to pair up Westbrook and Lillard, I- I'm going to do that in some lineups. And then don't forget, Buddy healed season, baby. It's, it's time yes. for this guy to get some minutes. So – uh, lots of great plays out there here tonight. So, Chief, quick into the point here. We, we got through everything already. So, any final words for the people? It was great to finally get to do a show with you. It's, it's been a long time coming here. Uh, hopefully, we can do some more of the, these podcasts together. But uh, any final words
1: before we, uh, we depart here and let the people get to their lineup builds? Listen, don't be afraid to take chances. Uh, that's how you win GPPs. And sometimes nobody's going to be on the train but you. And that that's exactly what you want because you'll be the one with the hundred K at the end of the night and you'll look like the wise guy. So don't be afraid to take stairs and take some chances, especially with three games left in the season.
0: Love it. That's it. Just, just what teams have something to play for. There's not many left. A lot of these teams are locked in, but uh, still some interesting scenarios and interesting games out there. So, Best of luck to everybody out there on the Tuesday slate. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. The loots will be back in, in the hosting seat. won't let him butcher it too bad here, but uh, him and I will be talking some Wednesdays. We're looking forward uh, to that. But uh, Chief, it was an awesome man. I appreciate you coming on here. Good luck to everybody out there. We thank you for listening. to the Roto Grinders. Morning Grind Podcast. Ah, I can't even talk anymore. Morning Grind Podcast. Good luck on Tuesday, guys, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Hey!